empty your mind, be formless, shapeless, like water. Now you put water into a cup, it becomes the cup. You put water into a bottle, it becomes the bottle. You put in a teapot, it becomes the teapot. Now water can flow or it can crash. Be water, my friend. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the first episode of the Liquid Salesman Podcast. My name is Riggs. I'm a producer, a poet, and a professional zombie fighter. Of course. And this is Errol Chung. I am the author of the Liquid Salesman, owner of Miami DMT, and a fitness fanatic. So it might sound like we're very different people. Like I'm working a lot in creative, and Errol works a lot on the business side of things. But truthfully, I think what we both do that we both have in common is that we listen to people. We assess what they're trying to create, and then we create professional solutions that help them get to their finish line right not every time you have an idea now or not in every scenario do you know how to get to the end goal that you're looking for you know and honestly the truth the the gloves are off we're bringing you the unwavering truth no matter what it is that you are trying to accomplish that you're having an issue with or you're feeling kind of stuck we're here to figure out how to get past that the people we talk about, the stories we share, the assets and resources that we all make available are all wartime tested and proven effective. Let us show you what 30 years of uh, professional listening and problem solving can do for you. But first, this episode is brought to you by VCV Agency, helping small businesses establish an online presence through branding, marketing, and content creation. Um, I personally have known and worked with the company president, Vanessa Castillo, for probably close to 10 years now. And I'll tell you, every single project that I've done with Vanessa and her team has turned out amazing. Uh, it's literally why I keep going back to them. Uh, initially, I would contact VCV for like video production, uh, photography, you know, video shooting, editing, anything like that. But now I'm hitting her up to help me create website content, social media ads, even to help me increase my company's name recognition, generate leads and interest, and also manage that growth. So check them out for yourself at vcvagency.com. That's vcvagency.com. All right. One of my favorite, favorite opportunities. And every time I get a chance to plug this young man, Mr. Neil Oates, Neil Oates Jr., uh, Mr. World Renowned. He is one of the best world leading uh, educators in real estate sales, real estate transaction. Um, his beautiful wife, Joanna, also has her company, Short to Close. Um, these two have been on a whirlwind media tour for the last year, and I've been very, very proud to assist them. Um, as speaker, as realtor, as agent, as friend, as confidant, Neil Oates Jr., N-E-A-L-O-A-T-E-S-J-R.com. Neil Oates Jr., you got to check him out. Follow his podcast, follow his show, follow his Instagram, his Facebook. This guy is an absolute trip. Um, he will show you the difference between making money and having fun making money. Word. Now on to the show. Let's do it. Um, <clears throat> what are you afraid of, bro? Um, ghosts. Ghosts? Ghosts. Dude, you were a professional zombie fighter. You just yeah. said that two seconds ago. Yeah. What's happening? What do you mean you're afraid I'm not of? afraid of the zombies. You're afraid of the ghosts? I'll fuck up a zombie. But the ghosts get you? I don't like ghosts. They're going through the walls and shit. That's exactly. You punch it. You. you punch a ghost, you just punch an air, I'm right and they're still you. there. Boo. Like fight. It's like punching a fart, really. Yeah, not, exactly. It's the same thing. Nothing's yeah, going to happen. Exactly. It still stinks. But the zombie, you can kind of, you can let go some aggression on the zombie. You really can, because they don't really feel it, and they're already dead. How you know they don't feel it? Has that ever been questioned? How you know every a zombie's uh, this is, this is it's a good like point. a painful? All right, this, uh, is a good, this is a good point. This okay. is a fantastic point. Let's do it. So I don't really care if they feel it okay, because they're already dead. You're a fighter. 
I mean, of zombies. Of zombies? Yeah. Okay. That's the only time. Otherwise, you normally I'm a lover. But when it comes to zombies, I fuck up a zombie. You love zombies? Sometimes. I've seen I've seen a zombie that I was zo- like, damn, if that zombie was alive. You go back, you drop like a hundred years, I'd be You know what I'm saying, there. zombie? Like, shit. Like, like, if this was like 1920, I'd be right Look there. Look at all sexy in your tattered clothes. What? You got that we got four whole teeth left. Yep. That's that's nice. But that's good though, because you know As long as they space right, otherwise it's a whole other issue. No bro. scrapage. No scrapage. No scrapage. No scrapage. Halitosis to the nah. Alright. So one of the things besides zombies and ghosts, right, that right. really, really scared me, in yes. all honesty, as, as we joke and as we work, right? Right, right, right. Man, being normal, man. It's funny that you say zombie. I would feel way more comfortable around zombies and ghosts than some of the dead people in some of these offices I have to sit with sometimes, bro. Yeah. Right? Well, it's funny. Like, so I just started saying I was a zombie fighter a long time ago in my mm-hmm. bios just because mm-hmm. it, it was funny. And I just, I needed a third thing. There's <laughs> a rule of three. I needed a third thing. And all, my, all of my other third things just didn't sound as, uh, as impressive. So I just started saying zombie fighter. And it was like, and it just somehow, it caught on because people kept introducing me like that. Like they just thought it was funny. So I was like, all right, word, whatever. But what I realized is that's, that's the fucking zombie that I'm fighting. Normalcy. Normalcy. Going to work, brain dead. Leaving work, brain dead. Take take away the cars and picture I ninety five, South Florida. Mm-hmm. Picture ninety five and people walking to work on ninety five. Exactly. That's night of the living dead. Exactly. That's. <sighs> and look, I've been there and I felt it, and right. I've been the zombie. Like I know, like that's why I know so much that yeah. I hate it and I fear going back to that mi- mindset, that mentality. Right. How'd you get out, man? You know what it was was. For me, it was New Year's Eve, mm-hmm. and I realized uh, I was super depressed. I should have been having a great time. Who's depressed on New Year's? I Eve, was jo- huh? a zombie, Joe. <laughs> Yo, was I, it an alcohol? Was it no, like no, or something? no, no, nothing, what happened? Why nothing were you sad? like that. There was there was no reason. I'm concerned now, big dog. You're my friend. Why were you sad? There was dog? no reason for me to have been depressed on this. This was a few years back. There's mm. no reason for me to have been depressed on this particular New Year's Eve. Like everything seemed like it was going all right. You know what I mean? But. I was mad depressed and I couldn't shake it. I didn't understand. I was moody the whole night. I was just, you know, and like I should have been having a good time. I was partying and it should have been all good, but it wasn't. And I didn't even give it a second thought. I went through a whole nother year. Like I'm embarrassed to say this out loud. Depressed again, New Year's Eve. That was when I figured out, oh, it's because I haven't done shit in a year. You haven't grown anything. I haven't grown. You haven't built anything. I, you know, maybe I've maybe I've gotten better at, at my skill set. Repetition wise, but, but not like creative wise. Exactly. I haven't oh. done anything different. I haven't learned anything new. I haven't pushed past my boundaries. I, nothing. New Year's Eve was that that marking point for me. I mean, obviously, it's a right, fucking right, new right, year. Right. You know, most people are depressed because like they feel they got to lose weight and they think about their weight loss goals from last year. And then, I don't, you know. I don't, I, I mean, maybe I should care about, I don't care about that shit nearly <laughs> as much. I haven't drawn a picture in six months. I haven't yeah, written yeah, a poem. Yeah, ex- no, yeah, exa- yeah. exactly. That's, and that's true. Like, I wasn't writing. Like, I, I, I forgot how important writing is to me, even if no one cares, even if no one likes it, even if I never show anyone, the writing helps me make sense of the world. But you, you've always had that, that internal view. You've had the outlet. Right. right within the poetry, but you've always, as long as I've known you, which is a couple of years now, you've always had the you've always had the the introspective view of the scenario. You're the calm one of the clique. Uh, yeah. You're the reasonable one of the yeah, clique. Yeah, I tend to be right. Yeah, but it takes a lot of self understanding to be able to look into a scenario and consistently pull out 
the positive or pull out the reasoning behind it without the emotional attachment. So for you to say that you are a fear of normal, you sat, I've never known you to sit still. I've seen you be focused for yeah. a couple months or yeah. you and I both disappear for a couple of weeks. Right. We need to get stuff done. Yeah, grind. For you to say unfocused or for you to say you didn't accomplish anything yes. at your level. That's what it was. And here's the thing, and I noticed about you too, you were creating professionally. Yes. At the time yeah. that you were not creating personally yeah 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 i mean i was i was paid to work on other people's projects and make them sound good yeah and I, and especially back then i was real perfectionist yeah but uh not it was uh it was unsatisfying and the projects were satisfying the right. the, the individual the you know what yeah. i'm saying sitting you did down your job and doing good. the things i did my job well mm -hmm. but that wasn't enough wow yeah wow. yeah and, and like what's funny is that was my dream my dream i was living my dream yeah and uh and it wasn't enough because once i got that dream I didn't, I didn't think about the, I didn't dream the next thing. I just fucking started letting the time pass. I wonder how many people right now, and that's interesting. I wonder how many people right now are in their dream job. Yeah. The one that they waited for and worked for and yeah. strive for yeah. and did everything and got all the certifications and they're in it now. And yeah. maybe they realize as soon as they got in there, oh, this is bullshit. Yeah. Or they've hit the glass ceiling and they yes. realize there's nowhere after this. Or they just hate it altogether. There was nothing that they dreamt of. But... They feel that since they put so much time into getting there, right. that they are not allowed. I'm doing air quotes on the radio, but yeah. they're not. I, I see. I see you. you can't, okay, you I can see, see you. My dog can see. My dog yeah, yeah, can see. I got you. But they are not allowing themselves to be able to refocus to set that right. new challenge to go to the next level. Yeah, because you feel like you've put so much time and effort to I've get invested. to where you are. Yeah, Whatever. and people have invested in you. You know, yeah. even sometimes, true, sometimes true. if it's not if it's not money, sometimes mm -hmm. it's just emotionally. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean, or, or whatever it is, or it's a support. You know what I mean, and so people feel like. You know, they get to that point, and like you said, something's not right. Something isn't not clicking. clicking. Yeah. And and so then they go like, but but this is my dream. Mm -hmm. I have to stay here because it's my dream. And you look around. Okay, my family and I always get into this argument: have to or should. Yeah. Very 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 different. Yeah yeah Way yeah. way way different. Yeah. You should go the speed limit. You don't have to go to speed limit, mm -hmm. right? So when you're in a job, you should be loyal. I'm doing air quotes again. You should be loyal to right. your job. The same job that would fire you in a second. Yeah. The same job that when a new CEO came in, you you were, you know, your raise or advancement got pushed back. The same one that denied you your vacation days. You're supposed to be loyal to this company in which they will fire you in a heartbeat. The weirdest thing in the world to me is that two-week notice. Where else in the world, if you stop going to your grocery store, do you have to, hey, listen, in two weeks, I'm going to stop coming to this grocery store. Yeah. In what relationship do you go, it's, you, got, you, got, you got two weeks, you got right. one fortnight, yeah. and we done. A fortnight. I, I, you know what? I've been waiting 30 years to use that in a sentence. How'd it feel? It felt pretty good. Yeah, it's, it not, it's a good, good word. It's been 30 years. Yeah. It's been 30 years. It should have only been like a couple fortnights. You should have been, should have got on it right I was, away. I was fortnight 19 years old. Wow. 14. I threw that wow. in. I did that. Don't, I can edit that out. Okay. All cool. right. All right. So when you realized that there was this huge deficit, when you yeah. realized, okay, so you felt December 31st, January 1st, that you were, that you real, when did you realize that you were stuck because you hadn't grown? It was a year later. I, I, I realized, I realized on New Year's Eve again. When did you change? Uh, 
January first. I mean, as cheesy as it sounds, and I didn't make any resolutions. Like I, I, I cause, like cause, yeah, because what I what I didn't want to do, didn't want to associate it with like, oh, this is gonna be my year. I'm gonna change everything. No, cause you're either gonna change yourself or you're not, and it's got nothing to do with the date on the calendar. So what I started to do is I started to get back to everything that charged me, everything that made me want the, that dream job, everything that pushed me in the first place. I, I, I you went to primal rigs. You yeah, went down, basically. You yeah, down primal yeah, 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 yeah. I went down mad levels and just started clearing everything out. And anytime I get into any situation where like I feel like I'm hitting a glass ceiling or I feel like I'm uncomfortable with the situation and like I can't grow anymore, mm-hmm. I start going mad, mad, mad mm-hmm. deep and I start clearing everything out and then I start building everything back up again. What is the thing called when you don't eat for a minute? What is that thing? A fast. A fast. Sorry, I don't even know what it's called. So you go on a spiritual mental fast. Like, I know you're into meditation. I know that. I know you're into the cleanses, healthy dude. You know what I mean? I don't don't do cleanses, but yeah. What did you do before? You did a cleanse before. I've never done a cleanse. I don't think I've ever done a cleanse. I have fasted. I don't really consider yeah. that a cleanse. Okay. I have fasted. I have, but I mean, I've, I fasted what... for like one or two days or some shit like that. Nah. Not, not like a seven, <laughs> seven day ass bread and water. No, nah, I've never done that. And, and, and hats off to you with all the the, uh, the the religious tenacity to do so for for your beliefs. Spiritual. Spiritual. No, there's a true there's difference. A difference. Religion, that's religion and religious are way different. That's Spirit all, and religion. No, fair enough. Never mix up those two because there's lunatics in religion. That's all I'm saying. But um, yeah, you, you you're the change point. The catalyst for change point comes for a lot of people in a lot of different ways, and sometimes it's at that major devastation. That, that's that yeah. loss. Yeah. How do we stop it from getting to that point, bro? Well. For me, what I ended up doing is I, I went back, like I said, I went back down mm-hmm. and I started clearing out all the distractions. No, that's when you so, realize. How do you stop it before well, the ex- implosion? But see, happens? I don't I don't think that you got to wait for that to happen okay. to start clearing shit out. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So like, okay, if I start to feel it coming on, yeah. I stop watching TV. Good. You know Great. what I'm saying? Like, yes, because that's, I love TV, but it's a distraction. Yes, so sir. unless it's something that's really nourishing my mind, I stop watching. Plus... I'm sure I haven't read up about it, but I guarantee you that there is something and some sort of uh, study somewhere about the effects of that light coming in, hitting you in the eyes and how it's affecting your brain and how it's affecting your mental pictures. I promise you that there's something that says that. So I really, really think that because I can if I watch too much TV, I can literally feel it in my head. So I stop watching TV. Um, I don't even listen to like music or podcasts and everything. I spend a lot of time in like silence. So like if I'm cooking or, or whatever. Where do you find silence in Miami? What do you do for that? Do you headphones or some kind of no? But that's room but that's my that's my point is is I just don't I just don't turn on shit. I just I, I just don't so turn you, on any of my electronics. I tune out you completely. Tune out. I tune out everything. I turn, turn off and tune out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because that's the only way that you look. I was just watching an interview about meditation and, um, you know, maybe I'll, I'll try to find that and throw it in the show links. Sure. But um, basically what the guy was saying is he's like, look, if you meet someone and you want to know more about that person, what do you do? You spend time with them. Mm-hmm. You meet someone, you say, oh, man, it was great meeting you. Let's meet up. And then you guys go and you get a drink, mm-hmm. you know, a week later, you go get a cup of coffee mm-hmm. or whatever you do. Right. And then you're like, oh, this is so much fun. We should do this again. And so then you go and grab dinner next time or you do this. And if you do that maybe a few times a month mm-hmm. for a full year, mm-hmm. you're going to learn a lot about that person. Right. I think what we tend to not do is do that with ourselves. 
Right. We don't give ourselves a chance to step out and be alone. Uh, to be with ourselves. We don't have conversations with ourselves. Like, it sounds like a stupid, silly thing to, no, to do. No, it doesn't. But, trust me. But if we don't know who we are and what's making us tick and, and what we like or what we don't like, how are we going to have clear-minded thinking to be able to grow our business, to be able to lead others, to have a vision of our future selves and then follow that vision? Right. We don't even know who we are. You know what I mean? So, so the ep this episode is about fear and using fear as a motivation. If you guys didn't notice already, that's what the focus is, using fear as motivation. Both Riggs and I see the fear of being average. We're surrounded by creatives all day. Yeah. With Riggs, he's performing amongst some of the greatest in the world. He's entertaining those in, same greats in the audience, so they see him perform before they perform or after they perform. It's a passionate project that's also an income project. A lot of people have passion projects that will say, well, it doesn't make me any money. Nah. For us, this is business, right? So get out of that, get out of that mindset. Yeah, this is not a hobby, bro. Right? I've been, I've been, I've been. <laughs> this is something that's been so solid in my thinking lately that right. I'm telling everyone, right. like, yo, you got this version of yourself as an artist or or whatever it is, as a creative or a creative right. professional. You have this version of yourself that's doing all of these things. Well, that version of yourself can't afford to do all of those things. Yep. So you have to understand that monetizing or making money off of your art or learning ways and you don't have to sacrifice the art right. but you have to learn ways to place and, and promote your art in a way that you can flourish that you know money mm -hmm. and I don't, I don't really like to use it like that because sometimes it throws people off but mm -hmm. it's true that allows you to do other things right. you know what i mean that allows you to to grow your art you can't be a fantastic artist if you're working on it two two hours a day right. a couple days a week with it's no just, materials with no materials right. with no money you know working stressed out about stressed out else. working 10 hours for someone else you can't you can't do it so eventually you got to figure out a way to break free yeah. and like anything else in the world it's just, you just got to learn. Right. You know what I'm saying? It can be learned. So just start looking for the books. Start, you know, looking for those videos on YouTube or podcasts. Right. Start reading those books. And that's what's going to take you to that level where you can start to create that financial freedom for yourself. It's It's been, a, it's, it was a, a sad awakening for me in high school. Um, I did a, an art competition in right. high school. And I loved like art my whole life. And I did this art competition and I realized up on stage with everybody else surrounding me, parents and everything, and I was really, really psyched. It was like 12th grade. It's like commercial art. Art, art like... Um, like commercial, like graphic design. Like yeah, okay, art, like, cool, cool. Yeah. Like visual art. Yeah, and I was probably 18 and I couldn't draw for shit. Okay. I was horrible on stage. Oh, wow. Yeah, however, those same art pieces, those same people, like I had read... Um, Oh my gosh, it's so long ago, right? There was there was an artist that was doing the Campbell Soup things, like the Campbell Soup. Andy Warhol. Andy Warhol. No, yeah. no, no. I mean, there was a. It was after Andy Warhol was your first one, but there was a one that okay. was like in a Time magazine. They were doing spreads gotcha. of different pop artists. Pop, gotcha, gotcha, pop. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So yeah, 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 yeah. We actually used the pop art from the competition that I did very, very poorly in, and yeah. we put it into the yearbook. Okay. Right. So I knew from early, and it it killed the yearbook. It increased sales on yearbook. It right. did a lot, and the artists and more people were were supportive because this yearbook. Nobody they look at your picture, have a few friends sign, but now this was something that went around the school and it was profound because that was that was we were still rapping in the in the back of the schoolyard like we right, were still, right, right. i mean i graduated high school 98 right yeah, yeah, so yeah. we were still doing beatbox yeah we were, yeah, we were, yeah beatbox ciphers you know what yeah, I mean? yeah 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 we missed three periods in a row just yeah. outside just yeah. like nothing we went to after lunch if you had fifth or sixth period forget about it right? right 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 but even then i realized that i wasn't designed as the creator 
Mm. I am a creative person, but my art is sales. Yeah. I can convince people to do shit. Yeah. I can come up with stuff on the spot. I'm good in a pinch, right? So even though I can't draw as great as I want to, I can sell it. Yeah. I can commission it. Yeah. I can know where to put it. And I know what to instruct the artist. A lot of my, a lot of people come to me now that are musical artists, they have no storyline. They say a lot of words that rhyme great fast. Yes. But they are so average. Well, you you uh, you have a great gift of conceptualizing things. Mm-hmm. Like you could see the forest when other people are lost in the trees. Yeah, I try. And you also have a great gift of getting to the end of the forest. Like you really know how to implement plans. Yeah, I try. Like so, you can say like, okay, cool, this is what we're going to do. Boom, 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 and then take that, like I said, all the way to the end of the finish line. Right. The the important part in in that analogy is knowing that. You cannot be the one navigating the path and cutting the trees and checking ahead yes. for ravers yes. and leading the pack and packing the food. And you can't be that person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in order to get to the end of the forest, the first thing you got to do is get a team of people. Sure. You got to have someone to chop it. You got to have someone to clear it. Sure. You got to have some fast kid to run up front to check. Hey, there's a river 20 feet ahead right. or 20 yards ahead. Turn left. You know what I mean? Yeah. Trying to do it yourself is the worst thing possible in business. Well, it burns you out. If nothing if nothing else, even if you're fantastic at everything you do, it just burns right. you out. The equivalent to being burnt out is saying taking a birthday candle and coating it in gasoline and lighting it. Yeah. You burn out so quick. Yeah. You burn out in the in the in the conception process. Yeah. Right? Um a lot of artists do uh they they create art and they create art after art after art after art after art and then they market in a show. Right. That was great in 1985. Yeah. 1990. Yep. Get all your art together. Yeah. Go do a showcase. Now yes. we have social media. Yeah. People want to see the GoPro hooked up while you're painting. Yeah. People want to see the the ink that you use, the brush that you use. They want you to do product descriptions yeah. on the on the easel, on yeah. the board, on the lights, on yeah. everything. What is your muse? Let me see what you threw away. Mm-hmm. Let me see what you think is totally horrible. That's yeah. what people want. It engages them into the live essence of what you are. If you are not adapting to what changes, then you are definitely stuck. And one of my biggest fears also is being considered like just one of everybody else. Mm-hmm. Right? So I look at being average is or being normal and being considered just a work, just a zombie. Yeah. Right? And the rest is being considered, ah, that's pretty good. That's you can. I'd rather you say your shit is profoundly horrible. Right. Then nah, it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because profoundly yeah, yeah. horrible. As I'm in, I've impressed you at how bad it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll yeah. take that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you. I feel you. No, because you're <laughs> right. still setting yourself apart in in right. some way. Right. To yeah. anybody who's been fired, right? Don't feel bad. Uh-huh. Right. I've been fired. Yeah. And I've made it to the point where it was in. It was an impressive firing. Right. Right. Where the bosses had to get together in a group and like listen. We gotta, we gotta make an example of this motherfucker. Yeah, like, we gotta yeah, really, yeah. like, like, like Jesus, like we have to really straight. Like I was at the point where I, I've been fired and told the boss, "Good job." Right. That was pretty clever. That was, that was a good firing. Right. But it was, it was my internal reaction to being bored. Right. I was yes. sabotage the fuck out of a job. Yeah. If I'm bored. If you're bored. And I don't even do it purposely. Mm-hmm. I do the same thing with relationships. Mm-hmm. Right. When I'm done in a relationship, it just gets bad until you leave me. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's I don't break up. I don't I don't I I haven't had a vicious break. I had one and that chick was crazy. But mm-hmm. I've had one, but the other one's like, yeah, obviously you need space. Right. And I'm like, yeah, cuz they don't come back. They don't stalk you. They don't chase you. When they break up with you, they don't Right. No, no. Right. I I see what you're saying. So, okay. in every in every facility of being average, I try to set my part as self, not maybe so extreme as going above. Yeah. yeah. But 
But like, okay, putting this podcast together. Right. You were the only one. Right. I don't care who, Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, anybody could have come to me and said, here's a studio. Right. You would have been the producer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't trust people who don't know me. Right. Well, we, we've known each other and we've worked on so many things together yeah. that, that we kind of understand where, where we're coming from. So, so we oh, usually have a pretty shared collective vision, even if we're approaching it from And from if not, I trust you. This polls. is your world. I spend all the time in the studio <laughs> pressing all the buttons, clicking, uh, clicking the mouses, and, and making the software talk, work. You've worked with The Rock. You've worked with Hollywood companies. You have yeah. IMBD page, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're big shit. Like, you're, I mean, you know, I take big shit. He's, he's so humble. Yeah, asshole. But nah, but listen, you're the dude. Why not go to you when I need information on this? So my fear of doing a podcast stopped when you said you were on board. I, I, I appreciate that, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to deflect. And I'm going to talk about something else for a Go second. For but what, what I want, what I, I just want to throw this in there real quick because, and, and I appreciate what you were saying about being average, but I also think coming from, from a, uh, like an artist's point of view or whatever, now I'm doing the air quotes. There you go. From an artist's <laughs> point of view. Um, but coming from that point of view is, is that um, you can't fear being average either. You, you get what I'm saying? Like, okay. like a very super successful, like, number one poet in the world for many many years you know i was i was talking to him and he was like be fucking average oh get the hell out of here don't, that would be a poet to throw everything back but, at you but he was no but he was like don't be fucking scared to be average be fucking average but be average on a fantastic fucking level so what so what what but what we were talking about like use your platforms use you know instagram if that's what you're using use youtube if that's what you're using be average but be fucking average everywhere put your shit out everywhere grind and put the work in also the other thing is too is no one gets fucking great by accident no one fucking wakes up one day and is great so you have to be average and grind and work and work and be average and have people give you shit about your work until you're great and if you can't take it get out of it if you can't take people criticizing your work or coming to you with criticism and, or or anything, if you can't take the work effort it takes to be great, you're in the wrong thing. Yeah, you're, you're yeah yeah thing. you're either a I agree you're either a in the wrong thing and you got to find what your right thing is yeah. or b take a day take two days shrug that shit off go yeah. find some you know inspiration and motivation and get back at it. But yeah, like if you can't take it, it's gonna be tough. And you just you just gotta like you just gotta be willing to fight through that shit. My my fear going back to the going back to the focus, right? My my fear of not doing what it took to be successful was that I had only myself to blame. Mm. End of the oh, day, yeah. you look at all these people. Oh, I came from nothing. Look at Les Brown. Grew yeah. up in Liberty City in yeah. the worst conditions, and now he's thirty thousand dollars an hour. Yeah, you know what I mean. And you look at these people like, oh, they can do it because they had that. Once you start having the the because and the, oh, well, they did it because this and there's it. Once your grind, once your excuses mm-hmm. beat your grind, yeah, quit, man. Yeah. Just save yourself the time and energy. We always need burger servers. We always need whatever. Yeah. You know, go get a little nine to five until you feel comfortable and then try again in a couple of years. Otherwise, you're just clogging up traffic because the rest of us out here really the, doing it. The thing is, is that I've I've been in, you know, in groups and worked with people and worked with creatives that are, are just that. They're scared to fully commit. And, and like, look, whatever that full commitment is to you, I'm not here to, you know, you know yourself and you know your life, but they're scared to fully commit and it is the most frustrating yeah. thing in the world. You because they're good. Because they're good enough to have gotten to a point where they where they need to create this project or whatever it is. 
and then they don't commit to it. And so everything becomes real wishy-washy and everything becomes, you know, they're on fire one day and then they come back a week later and they hate everything that they just did. Look, here's the thing is that's part of being an artist, but you really got to fucking even that shit out. You really got to be able to know what you want, where you're going and to go after it. Just like, just like anything else in life. I've, I've worked with, with poets, I've worked with musicians, I've worked with you know graphic artists and, and sculptures and stuff like that. But what happens is um, they get they get so uh, what's the terminology I'm looking for? There is just not enough bandwidth in their in their mental capacity. There's just not enough to soak up what they have to do and what they want to do and what they are doing and the negative it just it just gets too heavy for them so i agree to be able to take a break yeah but at some times you got to push through that break yes you know yeah. what i mean sometimes you have yeah. yeah. written a to-do list and didn't 10 things and then go take a nap yeah. at the end of the to-do list like yeah. i gotta i'm gonna take a little break and i'm gonna yeah. get started like yeah yeah nah, yeah man, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah i think you know what one, one thing that we were talking about so in my process that i've learned uh through trial and error and i fucked this up many 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 times is like if i'm if i feel it if i feel coming in and i'm grinding and it's just it's beating me up and i'm I'm like, yo, I need a break. And I'm not talking about taking a 10 minute break and, mm -hmm. you know, stretching your legs or grabbing something to eat. I'm not talking about clearing my head for a little bit and getting back to work. I'm talking about taking like a, a day or two off or whatever it is mm -hmm. um, or taking some self-care days or whatever. Right. Like that's I don't do that shit in the middle of the grind. I say, yo, I need a fucking break. So I'm going to create a break two days from now or at the end of the week or or after this project is finished and I start planning my break, but I don't fucking stop and take the break. You finish the grind, you finish the project, you finish the week, you finish whatever you need to finish and then you take the break. You know what I'm saying? Don't take the break when you think you need the break. You don't need the break then. You need that's when you need to push harder. That sounds like um, CrossFit. You, yo, you, you, <laughs> but it's true. It's true. It's true. You take the break when you're when you're finished, yeah. and then you go take a fucking as long break yeah. as you want because you know what? Also, too, that break's gonna feel so much fucking better when you win because you earn that yeah, shit. Yeah, man, you yeah. earned it. Yo, there's nothing like you know going and 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 like I like to go to the beach. We live in Miami. There's mm -hmm. nothing like going to the beach when I. Finish the fucking project. Yep. Going to the beach in the middle of the project is is. I'm you know you got stuff to do. I'm still just thinking about yeah. all the shit I got to do. Nope. I go to the beach at the end of the project. Yo, I'm fucking jelly. You know what I learned about you today? Yeah. You like a clean plate. Yes. You like. Yes. You're a very clean. You don't. You don't over. You don't overbuild. Once it gets too big to see over, you stop. Stop. Stop building. Yeah. Stop building. I, I, I build real big. Yeah. I, go I know you do. Big. I know you do. I know you do. I build real big. I, I know I, you do, Bob. I, I appreciate I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Yin and yang, babe. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I appreciate that because you're like, I'm like, oh, this will be cool. Like, we'll do an event or whatever. We'll invite people and now, it'll be 40 like. 40 events. Yes. We need 40 events. Yeah. To make this each <laughs> person. We're going to have 50,000 people at each event. <laughs> Dude, if not, why? If not, why? I tell everybody, I joke now, and hopefully this becomes record, right? My goal, income-wise, is like 600K a month. Right. 7.2 million a year. Yeah. This is Miami. You can't throw a fucking stone without hitting somebody making that. You can't, you can't, 
everybody here. It's it's a it's a multi million dollar community. It's right? it's it's really funny. I was just talking to someone about this the other day. Now now for those of us that also know Miami or know the other side of Miami, it's the other side of Miami is Miami is growing, mm-hmm. and the expensive. It's becoming more and more expensive to live here and to and and, and to to rent here or or buy here. Everything is becoming more and more expensive to live here, but our incomes are not going up in the same rate. So so the cost of living is increasing while the income is not increasing. So living in Miami is almost a perfect scenario to what is your mindset. It is because, the creativity of income is what you're saying. I have you. Yeah, yeah. Because look, you can either sit here and go like, yo, it's hard in this city. How am I going to do it? Everything's expensive. I don't make enough money. Or like you said, you can be like, yeah, but there's a fucking millionaire everywhere everywhere, <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. and look if they're not if they're not sit, we're out by like we're out by the airport we're in right. the podcast studio right? right so if they're not out here like in the neighborhood right. we're at all we got to do is drive 10 minutes and there's fucking billionaires do you know how many times i've gone to a gas station and i'm not talking about middle of the day after brunch or whatever i'm talking about two o'clock in the morning drunk trying to find a taco bell and there's like a there's like a, a, a rolls royce in the parking lot, or yeah, have, yes. you, have you ever played yes. a game Count the Ferrari? Count the Ferrari is a popular game. It's a true. Green one, a blue one, a red one, and you're like, what the fuck are yep. these people doing? Yep. Right. Yeah. And it's not a few of them. It's not. And I know that they come here from all over the world and stuff like here, but the yeah. money is is the money is around you. Here's here's something else is I, I want to throw this out, and sure. you know this as well as I do too. Sure. We have both been around a lot of successful people, yep. and we've both spent a lot of fucking time with them. Yep. And, and they definitely got their shit together, right? Like they they got they've hired the right people around them to make perhaps, their lives seem perhaps <laughs> perhaps that what that's what it is. But you got to give that you yeah, got to give them sure, credit for that. Sure, sure. But here's the one thing I've noticed almost almost consistently is there's nothing fantastic. Nope. There's nothing that's nope. particularly you know so all amazing. Now maybe there's if, no Liberacci's, bro. Look. A LeBron is a fucking unicorn. Mm-hmm. Even even a, a, a Chris Bosh, even a fucking Birdman, even a, a whoever, any any ball player that's getting to that level, right? That's a, that's a unicorn. Mm-hmm. For most people mm-hmm. that are ridiculously successful, they're not doing anything particularly amazing. There's nothing particularly amazing about them. They don't have a particularly amazing talent. Mm-hmm. They've just managed to connect the dots. Right. And you only do that shit through grind. I went to a workshop the other day. I didn't learn fucking shit because it was all over my head. I didn't understand a goddamn thing that they fucking told me, but I learned so many questions. I wrote down so, I wrote down like three, four, five really good fucking questions. And you can't connect those dots unless you know where those dots are. True that. So, and all that comes from is the grind. All that comes from is putting in the hours. I used to go to, and I know we're running a little bit low on time. I used to go to networking events and and, uh, conventions and a lot of seminars with my dad. Okay. Like a lot, like Wade Cook and Tony Robbins and Get Motivated and all these other ones. And all I learned, really what I learned is I want a fucking seminar. <laughs> all these people paid two hundred dollars, and then all those people on, sp- on stage either paid ten thousand dollars, or they're selling their stuff in the back and making thirty thousand yeah. yeah, dollars. Yeah, I yeah. didn't hear a fucking word that they were. I paid for my co- my brother helped me pay for a lot of my college, and a lot of it was doing um uh, pink sheet trades, okay, like open like open calls and stuff like that. Really, really cheap. Just really betting on nothing, right? Okay, but um. I learned what I learned from the seminar, but from the Wade Cook seminar, I learned that 
dude, there's a lot. You can put all your information in a binder and sell a binder. Well, I didn't learn stocks. I learned you can put your shit in a binder well, and yeah. sell a binder. I, I mean, and, and also, too, I mean, think about that. So we, you know, earlier uh, in the show, we were talking about, like, keeping up with the times right. and, like, and the way that social media and the Internet and, and everything has really opened things up. So at this point, you could just sell an ebook. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That binder, you turn, yeah. take that binder, scan yeah. that shit. That's yeah. a fucking ebook. I wrote my first book. It was great. And I wrote my second one. It was a workbook. Way less time. <laughs> 47 pages of questions that was my second book it did way better than my first book yeah it's funny how that happens uh -huh. yeah. Uh, yeah and people have to buy one by one because it's a workbook you have to write in it <laughs> so more you sense. have to write in it <laughs> we learn when we go hey yo definitely definitely i want to thank you for 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 bringing you know this show to light man this is 100 percent uh, a rigs mendoza production bro you are the man yeah but i want to i want to have done this you were really the one that put together the, yeah, my the, foot's the in everybody's outline ass. and yeah. all that shit and kind of like you know you were like yo we need to talk about this we need to yo, talk about this i kick a lot of people only a few people turn around and going hey what's that for go, hey listen i gotta talk to you <laughs> so you <laughs> i kicked you and you turned around and now we got a podcast that's bro. right man that's, that's right that's it first episode in the can in the can all right so just just to wrap that just to be clear we were talking about using fear as motivation <laughs> for our first episode I was yeah, like, yeah, that yeah. was what that looked like that, that, was what that, that may was. have been may, that may have been a bit rambling we're gonna have to kind of tighten that up i think for for future episodes just but. make just do the just do the podcast version to make the full version available online but a podcast is available online. Okay, we need a podcast for the podcast and then make the full rambling version. We have a rambling version online. Yeah, the unedited version? The unedited, whatever. But uh, do people like, let, let me ask you this. Have you ever seen a movie that you really fucking liked and then went and saw the director's cut okay. and you were like, damn, that was garbage. Okay, there's a lot of movies that yes. made a lot of money that yes. I never saw. Okay. So lots of people like lots of shit that I don't like. I feel like that didn't answer my question though. I'm just saying I'm not the one to go to. <laughs> Ah, uh, fair enough. Okay, <laughs> all right, fair enough. You listen to the podcast. All right, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I, I, let me let me rephrase. Let me rephrase. The Hangover is a fantastically brilliant movie. You need to be a little bit more hungover for number two. Funny as fuck. I'm not talking about two or three. I'm not talking about okay. that. I'm okay. not. I'm not talking about that. We should. No one should ever talk about them. <laughs> all right. The first one, dumb funny, just off the top, just brand new jokes. So original, funny. Original. The director's cut is horrible now you know why they cut those scenes that's out. exactly right <laughs> so that's what we're doing with this podcast this whole shit that we've been saying right here this cut is all that, gone cut, cut that motherfucker gone. out cut it out love you guys bro thank you very much for joining us in the first podcast yes uh, liquid salesman with uh arrow chung and Riggs mendoza so we're gonna put links to anything that we talked about today in the show notes um i'm gonna try and find that youtube i think we were talking about some books and maybe some some e-pamphlets and shit so i'm gonna try and find all that and put it in the show notes so arrow if anyone wants to learn more about you your company or just contact you uh or anything like that where can they go all right the best place right now is dmt market www.dmtmarket. We're in the position right now is where um, we're doing a lot of changes over from our core uh, headquarters website, Miami okay. DMT. Gotcha. So we're switching over our social media. We do have Instagram. We do have Facebook. We do have Pinterest. We yes. do have um, all those other sites. But yes. um, right now, DMT Market, and that'll take you to everywhere you need to be. Okay, cool. Um, if you want to hit me up, um, which I love that. Y'all can tell me your own zombie fighting stories. Um, you can hit me up on all social medias at Mr. Riggs. That's M R. R-I-G-Z, M-R-R-I-G-Z. Or if you're interested in uh, starting a podcast or you have a podcast currently, but you need to help with like, you know, the technical side or production, creating content, securing guests, what have you, whatever it is. 
Uh, I run a podcasting business. It's called Premier Podcast Miami. All of our social medias and websites and everything are Premier Podcast Miami. So go there and hit me up for a free consultation. Or just go there and, you know, say hi, because that's cool. I love that shit, too. We do love comments, man. Hit Riggs up all the time. Riggs loves comments. I am different. Yeah. Uh, so- <laughs> I, I, li- I like talking to people, and you like talking to people if you in, have a de- in doses. If you have a deal structure, if you have a question about business, marketing, franchising, development, I am all ears. If you want to talk about zombie fighting and uh, culottes and that's, that's me. white people with dreads. Exactly. It's Riggs. Okay, so uh, just, just to be clear... Love the first one, hate the second two. <laughs> All right, so thanks again for listening, y'all. Be easy. We out. Honestly expressing yourself. Or I can make all kinds of phony things, you see what I mean? Blinded by it, or I can show you some really fancy movement. But to express oneself honestly, not lying to oneself, and to express myself honestly, that, my friend, is very hard to do. And you have to train. You have to keep your reflexes so that when you want it, it's there. Running water never grows stale. So you got to just keep on flowing. <laughs>